and brothers, we know we got over by the blood, the sweat, and the tears of sheroes and heroes, some whose names we know and some whose names we do not know. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, we cool. have been here before. Like this. Now, the only difference is we got some company, Rev. We got our gay lesbian sisters and brothers with us this time. We got our Hispanic, Asian, Native American sisters and brothers with us this time. I think Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King said we may not have gotten here on the same ship, but we are in the same boat right now. In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. you're supposed to do the all right i don't have a good all right also i was looking for something and can't find it welcome to the wine cellar we're on top of things in here (laughs) this is what live podcasting is like um nothing ever goes according to plan so um i was actually looking for a story i swear i saw something saying that uh a state had either just passed or was trying to pass legislation for one of those freedom of religion things to not have to treat LGBTQ people. If y'all find it, and it's not one of the ones specifically about denying medical coverage to trans kids, but about like the LGBTQ community in general, let me know what state that was because I can't fucking find it now and I swear I just saw it. But before we get into all that, I think we're starting with the Minnesota Supreme Court. Is that the one? Oh, what's going on there? In the Minnesota Supreme Court threw out uh, a rape conviction because the woman willingly consumed alcohol. Willful consumption of rape culture? Willful consumption Uh, of rape culture. Hmm. Was she promising? Well, having a vagina is having a pre-existing condition, so... Uh, The Minnesota Supreme Court ruled a person cannot be found guilty of sexually assaulting someone who is intoxicated if the person willingly ingested drugs or alcohol. The ruling was released Wednesday after the case of Francois Manulu Khalil, who was convicted of a third-grade criminal sexual misconduct by a jury because the victim was drunk and mentally incapacitated. Khalil, a Minneapolis man, met his victim after she was denied entry into a bar for being too intoxicated. So actually, I would almost say that she didn't uh, willingly consume alcohol because they had to cut her off. She didn't consume as much as she wanted. Actually. Hmm. 
But the court's unanimous decision was written by Minnesota Supreme Court Justice Pale Thiessen. Thiessen writes the lower court's definition of mentally incapacitated regarding the case unreasonably strains and stretches the plain text of the statute since the victim was intoxicated before she met Khalil, her attacker. In order to be considered mentally incapacitated under Minnesota law, the alcohol must be given to the person without that person's agreement, according to the court. Because the original case did not meet the standard for a victim to be mentally incapacitated, the state's high court granted a new trial for Khalil. Yeah, my bad, yo. Uh, And I guess we're in our echo chamber, so let's just say the obvious thing and we don't have to deal with disingenuous bad faith actors Mm -hmm. uh, trying to poison the conversation and deliberately waste time the law was obviously structured to never get a conviction yeah for sure (laughs) for sure um many are concerned about the consequences of this ruling victims who are intoxicated to agree they are unable to give consent are entitled to justice um, that is a quote from Kelly Mahler, a Democratic state representative. So Mahler, in response to this, introduced legislation to amend the third degree sexual misconduct statutes to include language to say someone who was intoxicated for any reason is unable to give consent. Uh, Lindsay Bryce, the law and policy director for the Minnesota, Minnesota Coalition Against Sexual Assault, said it makes it clear this issue needs to be fixed at a legislative level. So, Yeah. <laughs> That's going on. Um, just a fucking mess. Like, I hate that shit. And, you know, this guy, too, he knows he's a rapist because he's not saying I didn't do it. He's saying I'm not legally guilty. You know what I mean? And there's just something extra fucking shitty about that. And this person's full name is out there? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they have a, a picture? Uh, I did not look for a picture, but there probably is one. What's the name? Because um, this is, is basically just a rapist out walking around. Francois. No, he's still. I think he's still in jail, maybe. Uh, Francois Manulu Khalil. Because his uh, whole conviction wasn't overturned. It sounds like he was only granted a new trial. Because he was, like, technically speaking, wrongfully convicted. Yeah, and I, and I and uh, and again, I'm not one of these fucking um, these Francis Wellsing conservatives. I don't give a shit that he's a black man. Rapist is a rapist. Yeah, for sure. Fuck all that. Them niggas love to fucking protect a black rapist, and still and still. Yeah. From Boyce Watkins to Tariq Nasheed to Michi X to Neely Fuller to Gusty Renegade, none of them are um, saying shit about the Woody Allen documentary that's Mm. airing on HBO Plus right now. And as much as they whined about it and cried for it, and what about Woody Allen for... How long has Bill Cosby's name been really popping on this? He's had the rep his whole life. Yeah, well, ever since that Hannibal Burris, but... Like, 2012, I think, because I think I heard it when I was still with Black Freethinkers Radio, Mm -hmm. and that was when it started to hit. So, for since 2012, they've been screaming, Woody Allen, Woody Allen, none of them got shit to say about the HBO documentary right Mm -hmm. now. They never gave a fuck. I, you know, pointed out, too, that it's, um... Like, I don't think it's, you know, some conspiracy or whatever, but it's just, like, ironic timing, I guess, that it was first um, the award show with Cardi B and Megan doing the wet-ass pussy song, and now that Nas video's out, like, everyone's so focused on that, like, they're not paying attention to their uh, thought leaders not covering the Woody Allen shit, because they're too concerned about Lil Nas and the devil. Yeah, they never cared. They never (laughs) gave a goddamn, I hate these motherfuckers. And, and don't worry, as Phoenix Cleeter keeps going, I am bringing the image up. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find uh, his mugshot for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I can only find it, like, that's, like, linked in a YouTube video. Like, it's not in any, any of the articles. Yeah, and for folks here in podcast audio, you're like, yeah, it's right here. And so, like, this, uh, but, and goddamn, like, if someone were telling you a description of me and a description of him. Yeah. Like, if I take my glasses off, this is why when I see certain police sketches, I just don't go outside. Fucking, and that's, like, funny, but it's real deal. Like, I see certain police sketches, and I'm just like, well, it looks like I don't get to do cardio today. That was a lot of my 12 years in Florida. But, um... Yeah, so this uh, this bald, dark-skinned black dude obviously hangs out outside of bars waiting for promising young women to rape. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and they're basically, they're not going to convict him, so he's just sitting in jail for, well, until they just let him out so he can go back to hanging out outside the bars. Probably. Yeah, stalking. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if again, if I had, like, the funding and the organizing strength, I'd get pictures of this cat and just post them on lamppost out and just be like, hey, he's not wanted for anything. He has no warrants, but he is a rapist. Yeah. And he literally admitted it himself. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just rough to cover. It is, because I'm still stuck on the... Um... The fact that he's not saying I didn't do it, he's saying I'm not legally responsible. And, like, that's just so fucking gross, like, on so many levels. All right. Um, Shall we move along? Yes. Uh, What do you think? Who's your favorite white supremacist? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Oh, God. David Duke is a classic, isn't it? David Duke is kind of low-hanging fruit. Um, Fuck. Ooh, man. You know, a- a- Alex Jones, which Alex is, Jones is there, yeah. the first time I heard David Duke was on Alex Jones' show. And as I always say, I've never heard anyone say the word Jew so many times in one setting. Like, not on an episode <laughs> of Mark Maron's show, not the comedian Louis Black, not Katie Halper. I've heard no one say it nearly as many times as David Duke did. And I think he's only on, like, Alex Jones was doing a three-hour show. The interview portion tends to only be an hour. Yeah. And he said it so many times. Like I was expecting to hear the blacks or different versions of Dindu. He was like, no, we need to focus on, on the Jews. On the Jews. Yes. Yeah, anti-Semites are fucking terrifying white people. Uh, fuck, Louis Gomer, you know, he's a, he's a good one. I'm a, I'm a 90s kid, too. Like, Newt Gingrich, he always... Yeah, that's kind of that's like low hanging fruit. Yeah, that, that's that's simple. Yeah, because we're we're because we're old enough to remember him lying about his tough guy act in Capitol Hill. So like that's a little bit different for us because we're old. <laughs> and let's mention that to <laughs> folks again. Uh, when Newt Gingrich first went to Congress, um, C-SPAN did exist, but they only had a stationary camera pointing to the podium where the speaker was of the moment. <laughs> So you couldn't see the rest of the house. Mm -hmm. And Gingrich would go in there when the shit was just stone cold empty. And so that like Republicans sitting at home watching C-SPAN on television, they could be like, look at Newt Gingrich giving it to these Democrats. Mm -hmm. He's up there talking mad shit. Yep. But his ass is talking to an empty room. So the Democrats got C-SPAN to install (laughs) swivel cameras and then a few times, like, because Newt Gingrich didn't notice yet, right. but the camera would swivel to an empty fucking <laughs> bunch of chairs, and then back to him yelling at the empty room. Oh, man. 
And keep in mind, he still talks on, on, what is it, CNN and shit like that today. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I I have the little Nas X as our background image because I want homophobes to not like me. (laughs) Because I want homophobes to not like me. That's fun. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Um, I I was thinking a more modern white supremacist. Modern? Fuck, we got so deep into it. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, he's still like an old white man, but was recently politically in the news over the last few years. Oh, fuck, Bannon? Yes. Okay, Bannon, and Bannon was where Milo Yiggy Yapper mouth worked? Uh, yes. Well, what was that? The Not Drudge Report. Uh, no. Breitbart. Breitbart. Yeah. I almost said Blaze. I was like, that's not the right people. Right, so many fucking right-wing outlets. Oh, my God. Also, speaking of Little Nas and right-wing outlets, did you say that they're um, accusing him of trying to rape um, Gun Girl's dad? Right, I'd love to hear the story. <laughs> No, basically what happened is she tried to be a smartass and tweet him and was like, do you even know your father? And he said some shit like, yeah, I see him all the time and like, keep talking shit, I'll fuck your father or some shit like that. And they're like, he's threatening to rape a white man. (laughs) That's not what happened at all. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? They're saying he threatened to... Yeah, they're saying he threatened, because, yeah, because she made some snarky comment about, like, you know, you could tell she was trying to do that, like, oh, this is what happens when there's not a father in the home thing. Yeah. And he was like, I know my dad. I'll fuck your dad. What? And now they're like, he's threatening to rape a white man. (laughs) So what y'all are telling me is that you conflate the word fuck with the word rape. Yes. Stop telling on yourself. Stop telling on yourself. And it was fucking Cassandra Fairbanks, of all people. And that's uh that that that's little little, little poo pants. Uh no, poo pants is gun girl. Cassandra Fairbanks is the one who tried to kill a bunch of refugees. God damn. Yeah, she like I'm pretty sure that was the Cassandra Fairbanks one where she actually went to like Italy because all the um, you know because we keep fucking fucking with the rest of the world so the Middle East and Northern Africa were destabilized and so migrants were like coming up um, you know through the ocean like into like Italy and Greece and shit. And she, like, got on a boat and was, like, trying to fuck them up, like, on these, like, little fucking life rafts and shit. Yeah, like, she was trying to fuck them up. <laughs> She's a horrible person. I'm sharing the link and shit. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the fucking Cassandra Fairbanks thing is fucking hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And I'll fuck your dad. Like, the why do they let their... They, they act in bad faith so much that they don't realize that they're fucking weird. Yeah, they really don't because they never leave their echo chambers. Yeah, they don't get like, you, Nick, do you know what the fuck you sound like? Yeah, like that. That's like, again, like like Elon James White. Like he had been grifting black feminism so long mm-hmm. that he forgot to be calculated about his shit. And that's when he dropped that classic one of black women do emotional labor for me when my racist white wife's family makes me sit outside on Thanksgiving twice in a row. What? And it's like, oh, you he but he was in that that echo chamber so long of like, let's just say these talking points and get these MSNBC checks Mm -hmm. that you didn't realize you were starting to sound bugged out. And you could see the hubris developing, especially not really after Trump got in. But after, you know, the Democratic Party cheated Sanders out, Mm -hmm. it's like now they're like, oh, this works. We can do this. 
right? And CNN and shit is bringing Elon on, and uh, what British Broadcasting Corporation is bringing them on. They're getting fat checks, you know, and they're popping on Twitter because like mm-hmm. Elon could make some shit trend like that. He yeah. could just pop a hashtag well, in a minute. Also, keep in mind who wanted to support them. Who what? Who wanted to support them? Keep, oh, Elon and them, yeah. Remember, oh. they were in the Podesta emails. Yeah, they, yeah. So they they also got paid. They were also just doing their job. Yeah. Well, also that means like you know who was looking to signal boost their shit too. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. All right, and and back to you saying yeah, things was, that make sense. Right. So Steve Bannon, <laughs> uh, one of our favorite white supremacists. Um, is apparently trying to buy a monastery in Italy, but he's getting evicted because he lied to them about what he was going to use the space for. Yeah, a little weird. I know. All right, so the decision effectively ends a years-long court battle between the former Trump strategist and the Italian culture ministry. Italy's council state has delivered a decisive ruling against Steve Bannon in his so-called school that would be housed in an 800-year-old mountaintop monastery. This week, the tribunal ruled that the state has the right to revoke the 19-year lease it granted to Bannon in 2017 to open to, to open the school. The decision overturned a ruling made last year. In the 40-page ruling, the court found that Bannon and his business partner, a former aide to the conservative British member of, to conservative members of British Parliament, uh, obtained an economic advantage. Um, winning the concession of a culturally relevant assets via a process of selection. Oh, please don't give me ads right now. <laughs> um, so they won the concession of a culturally relevant asset via a process of selection on the basis of declarations made at the time of the bid that were subses- subsequently shown to not be true. In other hmm. words, they lied on their lease applications about their qualifications to maintain a site as well as their intentions for it. Bannon said that they would run the Institute for the Public Interest, but it turns out they wanted to create a school to train modern gladiators in the Judeo-Christian tradition. Also, just a friendly reminder, Judeo-Christian is both anti-Muslim and anti-Semitic. It's not a thing. Please don't say it. Judeo-Christian, Christian Judeo, it's not a fucking thing. Okay, I'm, I'm one of those people that I just thought that was another way of saying Christian. Oh, no. Um, like, I'll sometimes say it as a descriptor if I don't think people know that. But, like, in general, it's considered to be both anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim because mm. Christians pretend they have, like, all these roots to Judaism that they don't actually have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's, like, basically meant to exclude Muslims, but it also doesn't, like, respect Jewish culture. Because they'll say, because, like, they use Judeo-Christian to mean, like, um, culture and religion and shit like that. But when you look at, like, the belief systems of, like, Judaism and Christianity, they're drastically different. And so it's weird. Like, like okay, so, like, in Judaism, there, there's no thing as, like, hell. So it's weird to be, like, in the Jewish, uh, Jewish or Judeo-Christian tradition, we have hell. And it's like, no, we don't, because Jews don't have hell. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we, got hell, we got hell right here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, nah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's, like, a lot going on here. One, the fact that they gave him this lease in 2017 knowing who he was already, and the fact he's still qualified. Um, the fact that, for some reason, they thought a white nationalist was going to run a monastery for the public interest, and the fact that he actually wanted to use it to train killing machines to go out and kill people. Because that's what gladiators do. They kill people. (laughs) (sighs) 
So there's a lot, like it's a very short story, but there's a lot going on. Jeez, and you know what? And without your knowledge of this stuff, like I, I'm the type of person I'd have been like, that's not a story. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> well, I think that it's like, you know, and I mean, probably not for people in our echo chamber, right? Like folks been new, but you know, a lot of folks really didn't take like Proud Boys and the fucking, you know, Oath Keepers and that shit serious, really, until the fucking Capitol thing. Now, keep in mind that for years before the Capitol thing happened, there's some guy who can afford to buy a huge-ass monastery, it's a gigantic space, and literally train white men to kill non-believers? <laughs> like, we should maybe be a little bit more concerned about Steve Bannon. <laughs> Man, this, God, they're so dedicated to that shit. They are. They love that, like, Roman and Greek shit. It's fucking weird. It's really weird. All right. Well, speaking of Romans and Greeks. Oh, yes. Uh, this is just kind of more general interest, right? And there's, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a slow news day. There's just what you uh, have access to. Uh, fucking <clears throat> an Italian mafia fugitive got caught in the Dominican Republican after the police fellers done finded his YouTube cooking show. Oh, Lord. Nigga. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Apparently his name is uh, Stanley Tucci. All right, so the... Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, the Tucci man. Tucci Tucci too. Isn't he an actor? Uh, not only uh, one with the uh, popular Italian cooking show, it would seem... A oh, mafia okay. figure. Oh, maybe he has the same name. Oh, no, 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 no. They were just felt to mention his name for no fucking reason, even though he's not part of this story. Okay. So so you, you're critiquing um, the, the journalism of NBC News by yes. Yasmin Salam and Matteo Machella? Yeah. Why don't you like Matteo Machella? Because why would you mention Stanley Tucci's name if it's not about him? That's fucking weird. So that readers like me who have no idea of this shit in popular <laughs> culture can be like, they're involved as well. <laughs> the, um, they're saying that the mafia fugitive done got arrestified in the Dominican Republic after inadvertently tipping off the police fellers with his culinary hobbyism. Um, after seven motherfucking damn years on the run, uh, Mark Ferren Claude Blart. Why does he have four names? <laughs> what the fuck? All right, Mark Ferren Claude Blart uh, was tracked down uh, through a YouTube cooking show that he started with his wife. Uh, and this information came from the Italian police fellers. Uh, the alleged uh, gangster's love for Italian cuisine and tattoo ink made his arrest possible. Okay. It's like they damn near got a real gangster on gang injunctions. <laughs> you had gang-related tattoos there, eh? Mm-hmm. You Italian nigger. That's what you get. Uh, fucking, um, uh, though he carefully hid his face, Blart failed to disguise his distinctive body tattoos. Skip, bop, ba, dibble, do. Yep, you're learning what it's like for uh, them niggas in California. Um, <clears throat> the police fellers, they said that they believe that Mr. Blart is a member of the notorious words that I'm going to pronounce. Uh, Indragetta Crime Syndicate. Blam, nailed it. Uh, one of the most feared and powerful in Europe. Then why do they keep telling me about the royal family? Tell me if these niggas are so fucking raw, <laughs> tell me about them. But for some reason, 
And I'm just saying, maybe, as I've said this about MS-13, mm-hmm. I walk down the street, yeah. I think not about an MS-13 running up on me at any point ever. Yep. Just like, who's these Ingarata crime? They're the, the notorious, one of the most feared. Are they more <laughs> feared than the police? Matter of fact, do these guys run from the police and hide from them for seven years? <laughs> Stop yes. telling me anyone other than the police or the military or prison guards are the most feared. The most feared are institutional under your government. Yep. Fool. Uh, <clears throat> and other such things. Uh, he, he he was wanted for allegedly trafficking cocaina uh, from the Netherlands since 2014. Uh, Blart, a 53-year-old a fi- yeah, individual, uh, had been living in the Dominican Republic for the past five years, and the police said that he had been keeping a low profile during his stay in the Caribbean. But he just had to have a YouTube cooking show. Mm. Right, everybody want to be a podcaster. Uh, besides the uh, cooking videos uh, posted to the internet, um, he was known to the locals as simply Mark, and he kept his distance from the Italian community and the popular tourist destinations. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, Ma- whoa, these Italian names, Massiliano Melagalasso, blam, nailed it. A um, a Reggio Calabria police officer uh, told NBC News that the authorities had never stopped searching for Blart and had recently turned to open source intelligence. I got to tell you, I've had beef in the hood that was never settled. <laughs> I've lived in Florida, lived in Illinois. Now I'm in Michigan and them niggas are not out looking for me. At no point are they going to be like, we tracked him down via podcast. Got his IP address. <laughs> and right, you ever open the door and there's niggas outside? Whoop, whoop. Like, no. <laughs> no one's out there doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because ain't no damn street gang the most feared nothing. Again, police, military, prison guards. Those are the most feared gangs globally. Fool. Fiends Kalita done queued up some dope stuff. Maybe. You're funky fresh with it. I'm still trying. I swear I saw a thread about this and I still can't fucking find it. About um, <clears throat> the new freedom of religion bill. Hmm. But while we're point, although see, it- but now I'm like, it could be tied to one of these other ones. Because as I'm looking for one that was yes in the South, of course, within the last week, also keep in mind, Alabama trans youth are dismayed by state's effort to block medical uh, treatments. Arkansas is trying to pass something uh, to block medical treatments for transgender teenagers. And Tennessee is trying to pass something to block trans teenagers from um, getting medical treatment. Shit. So, So, like, are they trying to get some Supreme Court shit going? Probably. Because, yeah, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas all within the last two weeks. Yeah, and it's all see, and it's always these whack states that have no population that really should have no political prowess on the national stage. Mm-hmm. That they do all this shit like they, they have to manipulate the system to use the Supreme Court to use the uh, what's that shit? The Electoral College mm-hmm. and the fact that every state, no matter the fucking population, has two senators. These fucking whack ass red states fucking need mm-hmm. that shit. Oh shit! Also, Missouri and South Carolina. So right now. Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina, Arkansas, and Tennessee are all trying to pass anti-LGBTQ legislation. Particularly, it seems to be focused on 
um, preventing trans kids from playing sports and from um, trans, like, teenage and youth getting medical treatments. Hmm. So they're talking about stuff like puberty blockers and shit. So, yeah, that's going on. But, yeah, I thought I saw this, but I thought I saw one also that um, was making it legal for, like, doctors to not have to um, provide treatment for, like, Okay, it's probably, you know what, they're probably all the same and all-encompassing that your doctors don't have to treat you if you're trans, not just trans kids getting puberty blockers, but other stuff. Because someone made a really good thread that I can't find on Twitter now where they were pointing out specific instances of, like, trans people who have died because they wouldn't get medical care. Like, they talked about a trans man who actually had ovarian cancer, but because, like, the doctor was a transphobe and that was the only doctor they could go to, the doctor just didn't tell them that their shit was fucked up. And so they just died from cancer because they didn't know they had it until it was, like, way too late to do anything. So there was a lot of cases like that type of shit going on. Hey, this, this, man, this is why I'm super okay with ideological segregation. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, ideological segregation, I think, would be fantastic. And really, we kind of already have the uh, the geographical model for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them have their confederacy. Yeah. And then, like... You know, the what what would be the new north, the new progressive north? Hey, we got funding and we're not afraid to spend it. And yeah. we will spend the funding on if you are an ideological progressive and you don't want to be in the south after this split, yep. come on up. And if you're a right winger and you're up here, you just have to go whether you want to or not. Yeah, get the fuck out. Ideological <laughs> segregation. <laughs> like and then yeah, we could get rid of a whole lot of this shit. School to prison pipeline, a whole bunch of shit is going away if we have ideological segregation, but we need to be physically separated. Yeah, but the problem is that too many liberals would consider themselves to be progressives. Mm. And they like would, you know, they'll be like, oh, fuck conservatives, but they aren't actually invested in like taking apart the school to prison pipeline. So even now, I'm kind of arguing for incrementalism at this point, because that is incrementalism, because now we have the liberals. So now it's like now we have to give the liberals progressive training not diversity training not sensitivity training progressivism training yes yes but so while this is going on tennessee also wants to ban textbooks that have lgtbq content so the bill is hb 800 introduced by bruce griffey and is slated to be considered by the state's Education Instruction Subcommittee March 30th. So that's coming up. If you're in Tennessee, you might maybe want to call lawmakers if that's something that you do. Um, a co- yes. I missed something from minutes ago in the chat space. I think, what was this what you were looking for? Ah. Equality Act is creating historic face-off between um, religious exemptions and LGBTQ rights. Maybe. I mean, that might be the same story on a different outlet, but that wasn't the headline. Okay. I saw. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so this bill, uh, the summary says that local education agencies and public charter schools are prohibited from locally adopting or using the public schools of the state, textbooks and instructional materials, or supplemental instructional materials that promote, normalize, support, or address lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender issues or lifestyles. So not a lot. So like gay people, like LGBT people just don't exist at all. Okay. If the bill passed, it would go into effect July of this year and be implemented in the 2021 and 2022 school year. 
Uh, earlier this year, the Tennessee governor remarked transgender girls should be prohibited from middle and high school sports uh, or they will destroy women's sports. Okay, suddenly they care about women's sports. Uh, Tennessee Republicans also advanced legislation last year that would penalize state schools for including transgender girls in athletic events and teams. However, the bill was eventually removed from the Education Committee calendar. But so this one is coming up. So if you're in Tennessee, again, they want to make a make it pro, to prohibit schools from adopting or using any textbooks or instructional manuals or supplemental instructional materials that promote, normalize, support or address lesbian, gay, bisexual or transgender issues or lifestyles. So, yeah, we're definitely not moving in the right direction at all, which is so weird because everyone keeps telling me that it's going to get better. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. And on the quick fast, um, again, America just uh, back to normal. We defeated the virus. Mm -hmm. It possibly could have stopped something. We caught up with Charles Russell just hours after he saw an armed man inside of a public's bathroom and alerted employees and police. I seen an AR-15 and I was like, you know, this kind of startled me just again with the events that recently happened in the grocery store up in Colorado. This is a picture I obtained of the six guns and ammo found on the suspect who also had body armor when police arrived. APD has identified him as 22-year-old Rico Marley and charged him with reckless conduct. Police haven't said what they believe Marley intended to do with the arsenal of weapons at the Atlantic Station grocery store. Russell fears there could have been another mass shooting. To be able to stop it if it were going to be something, that's what I cared about as it progressed. He says Marley never spoke in the bathroom when he saw him at around 1.30. He says the man also didn't make an attempt to hide the AR-15. The weapon was leaned up against the, uh, the stall of the bathroom behind the toilet, and it was not in a case or anything. I saw it clear as day, so I just took my time to report it. While police were still investigating, the bomb squad arrived to look into a suspicious package. Atlantic Station partially shut down its shopping district streets and the parking deck until it was clear. The suspect, Rico Marley, is undergoing a mental health evaluation before police take him to the Fulton County Jail. Russell says he can't think of a reason why anyone would be so heavily armed. Yeah, and there, there's uh, that one that I uh, did mention um, on the most recent episode before this one. Mm-hmm. I love how they, they just autoplay these videos and at whack-ass volume. But uh, now also over here in Lexington, Lexington Kentucky... All right, and what what's the date today? Was I say the thirtieth? Mm-hmm. Damn, so I'm days behind on this one. Yeah, a man arrested outside hospital with body armor, explosive, and firearms. All right, all right, because y'all know what back to normal really looks like. You don't know <laughs> nothing about freedom, nothing about liberty. You don't understand McMurica. This is over here on the uh, really? thehill.com. <laughs> um. And uh, so outside the University of Kentucky's uh, Chandler Hospital, after being tipped off uh, by nearby authorities that a possibly armed and dangerous feller man was coming to the premises. Uh, NBC News and the local news affiliate WKYT always give them fools a click uh, that a man uh, identified as Brian Carroll was arrested at the hospital without incident. You see? Mm Mm-hmm. You can't and just arrested be. outside UK hospital with weapons and body armor. I know that. Stop autoplaying videos. Uh, <laughs> <the> fucking. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, when it's an armed and dangerous white man, 
you you got you got to keep him alive to be armed and dangerous another day especially if he has this haircut folks all right well he's just having a bad day like what if he has a better day tomorrow and he's a really good person no i don't know if you <laughs> if you wear a crew cut bird's nest i think that you are <laughs> potentially a very dangerous individual I don't know how that's going to translate to podcast audio. Only when he has bad days. Only when he has bad days. Yep. He was really frustrated. He was just that one time. He just, you know. Just having a bad day. You yeah. know what? Uh, Christopher Dorner. Really <laughs> frustrated guy. He was just having a bad day. Just one. Just one. Yeah. That, 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 that's all right. They, they, still, they bombed that. I'm still cracking up about that billboard shit billboard oh somebody put up like uh like blue lives matter billboards with like cops on them and somehow christopher dorner ended up on one of them oh i would just make that the only one like if i were to ever yeah (laughs) that amused me so it looks like um uh according to uh the piggy piggy chief boy uh joe monroe uh he said that he will be charged with multiple state charges as well as pending federal charges. Uh, we took an individual that could be deemed as armed and dangerous into custody very quickly, efficiently, and without any harm to anyone, huh. including himself. This huh. nigga's bragging about it. So <laughs> they can do that. And be proud of themselves for it. Really? I love the self-backpatting of it all. Hmm. Jeepers, creepers, and chimney sweepers. Uh, just a wee bitty boo more from the article here. Uh, Lexington residents were asked to avoid the Chandler Hospital emergency room while the scene was still active, according to the news outlet WKYT. But the hospital has reportedly since given the all clear and resumed normal operationals. News of the arrest of Brian Carroll uh, without incident comes as a nation is reeling from mass shootings in Atlanta and Boulder and uh, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, Democratic lawmakers have renewed pushes for stricter gun legislation that is completely and utterly fucking useless. Like the only thing you actually could do that would work is actually take their guns away. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And if they resist, niggerize them. Mm-hmm. All right? Proceed with the bullet lynchings on armed white men until they're not armed anymore. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting real tired of these fucking uh, gun uh, control discussions. Yeah. Cause they're, like, And they're all so tacky because they're just like, you don't know how gun laws work. Stop talking. Because it's a bunch of people who are like, it's easier to get a get an AR-15 than it is to register to vote. Really? Across the country? Really? Yeah. You think it's easier to buy an AR-15 in Chicago than it is to get a voter ID? <laughs> and like, not saying it's not some bullshit to get your voter ID, but like... And also there, we don't have to get a voter ID. They didn't even want us to show <laughs> our registration card. Yeah. Right. Like, when I was like, they, they were like, no, put, put that, get that shit out of my face. Don't yeah. try to prove to me that you're following the law, you damn nigger. I hate niggers that follow the law. Get in there and vote. That's kind of what they said. That's not what they said at all. <laughs> at all. But yeah, it's just wild to me how they're like, it's just so easy. And it's like, first of all, guns are expensive. A handgun is like 600 bucks. I have no idea how much an AR 15 costs. Bet it's more. 
like, you know, and then like all this shit, like, you know, we keep hearing about all these stories. We cover them all the time about, you know, like a man was accused of like domestic violence or stalking and still gets a gun. I can't get a gun. Well, I mean, maybe now I can get a gun. I couldn't get a gun in Illinois because mm. I had postpartum depression and was hospitalized for it. Yeah, <laughs> pre-existing condition. <laughs> right. Like, I haven't been pregnant in 13 years, still can't get a gun. A guy who beat up his partner last week can. Please don't say goofy shit to me about it's just so easy to get a gun. It's not. And you're really not helping the conversation by pretending that we're all like white dudes with money who can just go fucking get guns there's a lot of restrictions in a lot of places especially like county to county state to state about how to get guns and this whole like it's just so easy in america is not helping and also who told you that when people tell you stuff you don't just like think wow we live in the magic times of which i don't have to go to a library to get any sort of verification on that well it's also hella annoying because they always use a picture of you know like those fucking like roided up gun monkeys that like you know go into starbucks with like an ar-15 and a machete and a fucking you know And frankly those people are least likely to do shit they're too on display they're on display but also he has all the guns. He's got like five guns. He's surrounded by 10 people who have no guns. <laughs> if anybody can get a gun, why does one guy have 10 guns and the 10 people around him have no guns? Like, there is a huge disparity in how many people have guns. Like, please stop. You're not helping. Because, <laughs> like, like, that mentality of just make it harder to get a gun. So, still, who's going to get a gun? People who have money and people who can get paperwork. It's like one of those cars, <laughs> Transams. Just a few people have all of them. Yeah. Very few people actually want one. Yeah. All right? Because they suck. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I don't know. That just like irks the shit out of me with the whole fucking like gun debate thing. Because like just more regulations just means that like working class socialist people can't get guns. Like the white guys who are already fucking LARPing as militias they're still going to have guns. Like, your argument's not even helping in the long run. Marilyn Manson was into Transams. <laughs> that does not surprise me. The kind of, the, 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 the useless fucking facts that I have in my head for no reason. Because I think, um, I think I was like 18 or 19 or something, and it was just like a day off work. And you know those fucking, those, like, I'm not doing shit but eating ice cream and sitting in front of the TV days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I was actually like watching Marilyn Manson on MTV Cribs, and he was like, yeah, I just got a bunch of Trans Ams out here. Oh, no. Bunch of DVDs, you know, I watch them one time and never again. <laughs> that sounds like him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm so glad he got canceled before this latest uh, version of the Satanic Panic really kicked off. And I will, and I will just, I'm giving you some pushback. There is no such thing as canceled. Oh, well, you know, oh, he's really? not, he's get? not going to be the face of it this time around. Yeah. He, he got publicly criticized and then he looked on the internet and said, wow, y'all publicly criticizing me while I sit here in my gazillion dollar house <laughs> with my multiple trans ams and my huge garage. And I'm just going to keep living like this for, what, he probably has like 30 more years to live? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know how old he is or how... I know he's papered up. He's papered up, but he, yeah, you know, I don't know how healthy he lives. Oh, you think think he he likes to to get down? Uh, all the drug... I don't... You don't watch a lot of his videos, but anytime you see drug use in his videos, that's real on-the-spot drug use. 
What is that like? Is this like Keith Richards? Is that the guy? Is that the name I'm looking for? Was he the one that was in the Pirates of the Caribbean as Jack Sparrow's father? That's the one who told Amy Winehouse she had a drug problem. Oh. Yeah. And Amy Winehouse, I don't, what the fuck? Some of y'all black men out there, fuck it, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, um, I guess since almost all my stories have involved Christians being fucking weird. Yeah. Let's just keep going. A former Missoula man uh, sues over outdated sodomy convictions. Oh, there's um, there's Jesse Loco said, finally notified <laughs> while it's still live. Yes. Um, so a man is taking Montana Attorney General Austin Nudson to federal court Tuesday for requiring people to register as sex offenders for past sodomy convictions. Randall Menges, Menges, age 45, was convicted when he was 19 years old under an Idaho law that criminalized sex acts associated with homosexuality, according to a lawsuit he filed in December in the District of Montana. Because of that conviction, he has been registered to register, he has been required to register as a sex offender with the Missoula County Sheriff's Office. Uh, Matthew Struger, the attorney, said that this case involves the lingering effects of centuries of homophobic sodomy prohibitions. The registration requirement has ruined Menji's life. People don't believe him when he tells when he tells them why he's on the list. People say, you don't have to register for things like that anymore. And technically you don't anymore, but he's 45, and this happened when he was 19. He was registering before you didn't have to register anymore. Oh. Yeah. So, um... Okay, so in 2003, the U.S. Supreme Court decided it was unconstitutional for Texas to criminalize sexual activity between people of the same sex. These type of laws were referred to as sodomy laws. Ten years later, the Montana state legislature removed its ban on same-sex activity. 2013, they removed a ban on same-sex activity in 2013. Please stop telling me this country is getting better. (laughs) 2013. That's about the time they finally um, made it illegal to commit spousal rape in all 50 states, too. Ah, and, you know, maybe that was Texas showing how much they love Obama because that was when the um, the Obama administration and totally not the Supreme Court um, <laughs> uh, let marriage equality exist. Uh, and just so the folks may have missed, that was sarcasm. The Obama administration did not fucking do that. That was the Supreme Court. Obama is a homophobe. And when Joe Biden um, basically said, man, just let folks get married. He, he, that was that was his mullet acting up. Joe Biden ain't no damn progressive. He just no, blurted some shit out, and then the whole party had to scramble to get with it. Yeah. He, he said that shit during a campaign for re-election. Uh-huh. Obama's like, what the hell, Joe? <laughs> like, all right, I guess we support this now. I guess Which, this is us now. I guess this is us now. But of course, you know, even then, what did a fucking ton of gay people and activists and shit say? Is that this isn't really going to do anything to put a dent in homophobia because this only like applies to people who want to get married or, you know, can afford to have a nice wedding and shit like that. That doesn't really stop like LGBTQ discrimination. Yeah, you can still get fired, evicted. Right. And here we are. And what did we start off covering? Fucking states trying to make it legal to not give medical care to LGBTQ people. Like, wow, that gay marriage working out fantastic unless you happen to get into a car wreck and your fucking paramedic thinks that being gay is a sin. Ugh. Okay. Uh, Ideological what? segregation. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, let's see. And from 1995 to 2005, people convicted under the state's other sodomy laws did not have to register as a sex offender in Montana. Uh, because prior to 2005, an individual ended up on the Montana sex, sex offender registry one of two ways. They were convicted of a crime in Montana that required them to register, or they were convicted of a crime in another state that was equivalent to a Montana offense, offense requir requiring registration. I'm sorry, that's why I keep saying so Montana is just cold Texas. But that's like so fucking grimy, honestly. So Idaho still has laws against sodomy and oral sex and requires people convicted of the crimes to register as sex offenders. So because it's illegal in Idaho, and this is where that I fucking hate that prosecutorial discretion shit, right? Because that's what this is. That's this guy is cho this uh, prosecutor is choosing to do this. So this guy got convicted in Idaho when he was 19 for having gay sex. Right. And because in Idaho, you have to register as a sex offender. Now that he lives in Montana, Montana said, that's what Idaho said. Keep registering. That's fucking bullshit. So he's now in his 40s and has been a sex offender for 20 years because he's gay. Which and that makes you want to like, if you don't live somewhere that's HOA, I would fucking don't make me put up a fucking flag. <laughs> I'm registered as a sex offender because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going to have to knock on all my neighbor's doors and say that, then that flag is just going to hang off my shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so also, what the fuck, Idaho? It's still illegal to have gay sex. Okay, Idaho. And in Montana, the prosecutor is saying, I'm just going to enforce it. Uh, so that's that's excellent use of your prosecute prosecutorial discre discretion. You're not, you know, fucking making a rapist sign. You're making a fucking gay person who had consensual sex. Uh, register as a sex offender. All right. Okay. Um, and while this is going on, Mengi's uh, is also a plaintiff in a case where the ACLU is suing Idaho over whether or not the sodomy laws are constitutional. All right. Old school political heads. Well, this ain't that old school, but I guess we are the new old school. So let's remember this because you kept saying Idaho mm -hmm. and my brain started connecting some dots. Mm -hmm. So they're obsessed with pushing this homophobia, pushing this homophobia, pushing, pushing, smile, push it, pushing this homophobia. Mm -hmm. uh, folks, remember the name Larry Craig? You remember the name Larry Craig? Wide stance? Wide stance. <laughs> Larry motherfucking Craig in 2007. And I'm told I'm refreshing myself as I say this, looking at the screen here, mm -hmm. uh, that in June 11th, 2007, let's see, 2007, what was I? Uh, I was pushing 24 years old at the time, still reading the news, news nerd. And, um, uh, uh, Larry Craig was in a uh, a restroom at an international airport and was doing this deal where like you put your foot like under the toilet stall mm -hmm. to let the other person know that like um, hey my pants are sagging according to some old black people or yeah. whatever but like you're saying like yeah you want to have a little little jousting session or whatever it is they mm -hmm. call it and um and they got caught up because the um I think it was the FBI was actually doing a sting operation for gay sex in the bathroom, which is mm -hmm. what you should focus on. This is why the war on drugs is winning. Y'all niggas is looking for, for niggas out here just butt-punching, just having a little good time. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. And, um, and, yeah, and Larry Craig said that he wasn't putting his foot under the stall for that. 
-hmm. It was that when he uses the bathroom, he uses a wide stance. And which I understand, like, sitting down to take it. Let's let's get a little graphic here. I understand sitting down to take a poo and kind of pulling the cheeks open for extra whitage (laughs) and kind of letting loose, you know, release that demon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But actually spreading out my feet never helped, never even (laughs) considered it. And also, I typically use a toilet at home mostly. And I don't know if your bathroom is like every bathroom where I've lived, but the bathtub is right there. You can't do a wide stance. Mm -hmm. That's not an option. You know how sideways you'd have to sit on your toilet? (laughs) Now you're running smear risks. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, Larry Craig, a senator out of Ohio. I don't know if he's still active as a senator out of there. Oh, he hasn't been active in a couple years. Okay. I don't believe. Because I didn't follow him beyond this story. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here we are, and they're still like, we got to push homophobia tough. And it's like, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. But you won't let it go, which is why I want ideological segregation. Yeah. Um, so apparently this Mengis guy was sentenced to five years in prison for crimes against nature for having gay sex with other teenage boys. Crimes against nature. Yeah. For th- it was basically, a, it was three teenage boys having sex. Uh-huh. So what to tell now this is against nature. Against nature. So some human beings found other human beings attractive. Mm-hmm. Became aroused. Yes. Engorged with blood, as it were. <laughs> I think uh. it's the language I learned in sex ed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they engorged. That's a tough word. That's, <laughs> a, that's a tough fucking word. And then, um, uh, what? After some sort of stimulation, mm-hmm. there was an ejaculate of sorts. Yes. This was against nature. Yes. And worth five years in prison. Now, it is interesting that the Bible is a nature book. Hmm. The nature book where there were trees before sunlight. I think that's interesting that there were trees without any vitamin D to help them along the way. I just like the fact there's uh, two different creation accounts in the book of Genesis. That's how nature is because because family... (laughs) You know, because one was male and one was female. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. why there's two. Right. It's like symbiosis or something. Right. Okay. Symbiosis is praxis. Symbiosis is praxis. (laughs) Y'all, someone on Twitter called me a philanthropist because I was making fun of theory and it amuses me. A philanthropist. Yeah. Like, praxis without theory is not revolutionary. That's just philanthropy. Fine. I give a coworker five bucks for lunch. (laughs) Oh, man. Watch out for the philanthropy over here. Big Money William got five bucks for niggas. Hell yeah. Yeah, because it it was the coworker that was crying yesterday. um, Oh, yeah. And they also didn't have anything to to eat. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yes. Okay. That's Um, me. I I fucked it up. No, you're fine. (laughs) But, Mengis, I just want to, because this is, I think, just worth noting. Um... So he was required to register as a sex offender. So first of all, he got thrown into prison as a teenager for five years for being gay. I'm sure prison was a fantastic experience for him. Um, But served a sentence, moved to Montana, where he was required to register as a sex offender. But then in 2020, he moved to Washington State because he does not have to register as a sex offender there. Um, He called the sheriff's office and told them he was losing the state. 
Um, but eventually he returned to Ohio. Or, I'm sorry, Idaho, not Ohio. Wait, wow. went back to Idaho on purpose? Yeah. What does he... I think he has family there. Really into potatoes? I think he has family there. All right. Yeah. Um, but Mengi still appears on the Montana Sexual Violent Sex Offender Registry, and he was marked as non-compliant. So in December 2020, he was kicked out of a homeless shelter in Boise for being non-compliant in Montana on a night where it was 28 degrees. They are trying to kill this dude for being gay, for real. And like all that deliberate focus on one person. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, Where'd I'll, you find this story? Uh, in your Twitter timeline? Yeah, I think it was on Twitter. Yeah. Damn. Um, and in November, he applied to be a, a food deliverer for Postmates, but was rejected because he's on the Montana sex offender registry list. So when he was a teenager, he had a threesome, got arrested, spent five years in jail, moved to another state, was forced to register as a sex offender there, couldn't get anywhere so he went to another state and then couldn't get a job there because he was on the sex offenders registry list in another state for a crime that he didn't even commit in that state and that crime was consensual gay sex he had gay sex in idaho and now he's in trouble for not being a registered sex offender properly up to date in missouri like or Montana, like this is fucking ridiculous. It's almost like the system is set up for you to fail. And you know what? Yeah, I, I had, I, I would say I had that wrong. Where I was like, all this deliberate focus on one person. It's like, no, it's a system deliberately set up so that uh, what? I think people might use the language "fall through the cracks." Mm-hmm. No, that's not the idea. They're right where they're supposed to be. When you fall through the cracks, that's when you got upward mobility and freedom and liberty and shit. Mm-hmm. Those people fell through the cracks. Yeah. All right. Snoop Dogg fell through the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking BG Knockout and Drayste and uh, Jay Z's a sociopath. He didn't fall through the cracks. He was gonna yeah. be like that anyway. Yeah. But yeah, falling through the cracks is actually when you get justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to. You know what? It was probably. Um, in my Twitter thread because I had just been talking about the sex offender registry list because with this whole like new satanic panic and everyone's freaking out about like Pornhub and sex trafficking and QAnon and blah 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 um, people are you know doing the whole like put men who buy services from prostitutes on the sex offender list and I was like yeah that's a really bad idea actually and you know so I started that whole conversation that's probably why it hit my algorithms ah. because you know they were like no, the sex offenders list is good. And I was like, sex workers are on the sex offenders list because in Alaska, anytime you're arrested for a prostitution charge, you're charged with trafficking yourself, which makes you a sex offender, right? There's like parts in the South, like in Louisiana, where if you have one too many prostitution arrests, you now have to be a sex offender. And it's really shitty to make a homeless sex worker be on a sex offender registry list for being a sex worker and making people think that this person is like a fucking like child rapist or some shit. Yeah. That's what people think when they hear sex offender list. Yeah. is like, you know, fucking pedophile pre-shit. It's like, it's not. And obvious, those are like the only know. people not on the list. I swear to fucking God. It's like this whole system is bullshit. And again, like people like, I think the more you hear these stories, the less weird I sound. <laughs> right. It's like if you just hear me walk up and just say ideological segregation, let's do it, chop it up. Yeah. But it's like how many more decades, centuries of this shit do y'all motherfuckers want? 
Right. Like, how much more anecdotal evidence do you need before you recognize it as data? Like, well, <laughs> like I remember, like, a, an argument that, like, a white man actually had to say out loud to other white men um, uh, back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Does someone who's literally not born yet, not conceived yet, deserve to be a slave their entire life that doesn't exist yet? And it's like... In this world where you see these stories we cover now, these rape culture stories, these transphobic stories, these homophobic stories, these classism stories, these housing stories, these prison industrial complex stories, military industrial complex stories, how many gazillions of people that are not born yet, not conceived yet, are you okay with seeing run through and live these exact same experiences that you're seeing now or heard of in the relatively recent past? Like, that's why I say, fuck it, full ideological segregation now, because obviously y'all, mm, y'all ain't down with everyone getting the ruling. I almost said the other word to get the videos <laughs> taken down. Yes. Like, y'all ain't down with everyone getting the ruling, so can we at least be separated by them? And then, you know what? Now, I'm going to find myself in favor of a micro-military industrial complex where we hold that line on our border. Mm-hmm. No Confederate state people get to come into normal, logical land. And that's the name of the new nation. It's uh, normal, logical land. Pragmatic America, nigga. <laughs> we do I mean, or logical we could just shit. Just remove them all and let native people in the south just have their own land back. That'd probably work better for everybody. Remove, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, back where? Where do we send them? Back to where they started with their awnings? Uh, uh, yeah. That shit is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Since we're talking about Christians, <laughs> awnings always cause radio silence. Because uh, it's so disgusting. Who does that? Who the fuck does that? That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, we should make this the last one. It's last 140. One. It is. Super fast um, and a little humorous. So I like how the joke guy leaves when I tell a funny story. That's cute. Um, so, I mean, just keeping up with the trend of making fun of Christians <laughs> today. Um, a Christian defended the name of Robert E. Lee High School. Um, because Jesus never condemned slavery. Yeah. Just sit with that, if you will. Uh, in Florida, the Duval County Public Schools Board is considering changing the name of Robert E. Lee High School, which already, like, why the fuck would you have a high school named after Robert E. Lee? Like, he's a traitor. I thought y'all were fucking patriots. What happened? What happened? You shouldn't have a school named Robert E. Lee anyway. Um, but... It's not the only school name on the chopping block, but it is the one generating the most interest. The board is even looking into holding uh, community meetings to discuss the changes and allow people to offer their own input, which has resulted in racists exposing themselves like Joey Stevens, who lashed out at Christians who cited their faith in defense of why the school should change its name. Keep in mind, they want to change the name from Robert E. Lee, right? So not named after a Confederate traitor, uh, slave-owning psychopath, right? Uh, but Joey Stevens says that we shouldn't change the name of that school. Do you know why? Oh, the, who, how are they going to know their place if they don't know who they're placed under? Is this something along those lines? It's, it's, it's about Jesus. Oh, he's a real Christian. He's a real Christian. Yeah. All right. Let's hear this. Uh, <laughs> One of them mentioned Christianity. And, you know, if you're Christians, you shouldn't stand for this. Well, it's awfully funny you bring up Christianity 
when it says in the Bible Jesus himself never condemned slavery. In fact, he said slaves have an obligation to obey their master. No, actually he didn't. That was Paul. Read your own goddamn book, you fucking lying piece of shit. Um, so if you're going to throw around Christianity, say both sides. Both sides? Both I have not heard both sides in a while. Jesus did not condemn Christianity and slaves have an obligation to their master. Yeah. Ideological separation. I'm not fucking sitting with somebody who thinks that slavery is fine because Jesus didn't explicitly condemn it. And and still, looking back, as a black person, I still don't understand why y'all wanted to eat at their lunch counter so damn bad. Y'all really like those fucking jizz burgers? Like, what makes you think they didn't defile the fuck out of your food? You know they did. And why did you want it so bad? Like, I want Colin Powell in particular to speak on that one. Like, why? Because he was the one, I think I, I don't think it was NPR. I think it was um, DC Decoded, I think was the podcast I heard Colin Powell on, mm-hmm. where he talked about, like, fucking, like, before he went to the military, like, he couldn't sit at a particular lunch counter. Yeah. And when he came back, like, the law had changed, and he was like, yeah, I gotta sit here, and you gotta serve me, and I get to eat here. And it's like, what, do you know what the fuck you're eating? You know they make it in the back, right? I just, like... I just don't understand being that pressed to be somewhere where I'm not wanted. Like, if you don't want me here, I'm just going to leave because it's weird. Like, I don't like being places I'm not wanted. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Now, if me, even places I'm wanted, fuck that. I don't want to be places where dangerous white supremacists are, whether they want me there or not. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? On some level, they do want you there. They got a, a what they call a length of rope. They would really <laughs> like you there. They can't carry out this procedure without you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know that uh, we're not going to leave Afghanistan because it would cost us a billion dollars of Defense Department contracts? Because we've issued contracts to 17 different companies to keep working in Afghanistan. So if we leave now, we'll just have to pay them. I love the use of us and we. <laughs> It's the royal we. Like, give me a very small percentage of whatever my part of the billion is in this so I can just go get a damn house. Right, like, let me opt the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, whatever my part of the billion is, because it's a billion. Whatever it is, I can retire off of now. Yes. Pass me my billion. Oh, shoot. I forgot we were supposed to do this. We might have to save it for tomorrow. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's late. Yeah, I just went to put my work pants in the dryer. Yeah, it was a... a history of a uh, sex and Christianity and it was some um like medieval like religious scholars and the things they said about Jesus y'all some freaks medieval religious scholars and the things they said about Jesus that's y'all what you get freaks. No, we'll, we'll, co- we'll cover that one tomorrow oh, okay I think you were telling me about that yeah I was today. reading it like what and this is why so much of um like there, there's so many like Christian elements in BDSM there, that was, this is why it's a grand old time. <laughs> All right, that gum skin of a rinky bumple doo. And nice to actually see you, Jess. Oh shoot, uh, Jess Loco, uh, I think had to go early for medical treatment. Oh, get your treatment, please. Yes, it is real. It is deal. All right, uh, <clears throat> and Facebook will still let me broad not let me broadcast live from Zoom onto the pages. What I might try to do is see if I can just broadcast live without the Zoom because I kind of need that for monetization because I need this other job 
so that I can get the fuck away from shift work. Mm-hmm. That was me. All right. All right. Yes. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are. And this is another Patreon episode uh, out for free uh, because of some folks that hit up the PayPal and the um, the Venmo pretty hardcore. And thanks to the folks that hit up the um, the replace the car fund. We did not hit the goal. The goal was lofty. The goal yeah. was that was a bold goal. Yeah, we did. We did like just over ten percent um, of that goal. And, like, I think we'll be decent on the other side. So I'm actually shutting that fundraiser down mm-hmm. and um, and moving forward. Uh, it's, it's fucking gruff out there. Trying to get a house. Fucking termite damage. Uh, but we're looking for one more inspection or something or appraisal or what is it? Uh, somebody's going in to do an estimate of how much it would cost to fix it. Yeah. Even though it looks kind of, it looks hopeless to me. It, yeah. Like to me, it looks like a just move on to the next house now situation. Um, I mean, it's like right about there. Yeah. Because the only thing is like they're holding out hope that because now this person is going to legally have to list this damage. And now that we can come in with an estimate and be like, this is how bad it is. And the next person who comes in is also obviously going to get an estimate and see how bad it is. So you might as well just fucking pay to fix it now. Yeah. Because like you can't get around not putting it in a listing anymore. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. And we'll let that be that and let this be this. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was me uh, DMing you. I sent you the Twitter thread about Jesus. <laughs>